This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Should farmers be worried about 2022? Frankly, I am not. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economic Survey says that farmers are less confident about the economy now than they were several months ago. There has been a drumbeat through the ag media about higher interest rates, higher crop production costs, and supply chain snarls that have been weighing on producer sentiment. Farmers read those headlines and appear to buy into the narrative. The ag economy barometer is 119, significantly down from last summer when it peaked above 180. The barometer of future expectations is at 112. USDA seeded the pessimism by forecasting that farm incomes will be lower this year than last. I'm not buying into that. Canada just reported much lower than expected wheat stocks. South American soy production has been trimmed by the La Nina drought. Their first crop corn was terrible, while the second crop is just going in. They are too wet in the model grosso, and much too dry in southern Brazil, Paraguay, and Argentina. I read where the La Nina is supposed to be weakening, so water temperatures in the far western Pacific has warmed slightly, but the 90-day SOI is still a positive 9.52, with positive 8 required for La Nina, and the 30-day SOI has been rising. Let's just say that the La Nina may have begun to fade, but it's not collapsing. Their February is our August for comparative growing seasons, and the drought in southern Brazil and Argentina, which eased slightly last month, has now returned. This has been a strong classic La Nina. Models suggest that this La Nina will fade into our spring, but it is yet to implode. Much damage has been done. Harvest has begun, and prices in Brazil are nevertheless setting new highs in Rio. Which headline do you like best? The one that reads, U.S. farm income set to slide in 2022, or farm income is forecast far above average for a second year. I think that crop prices will beat USDA forecasts so that smaller subsidies and higher costs will be covered to a great degree by higher revenues. Hog prices are good. Cattle prices have improved enough for feedlot closeout to be profitable. Wheat and specialty crop prices are great. Corn prices are excellent. And soybean prices have been a pleasant surprise. Trying to bet wrong on South American production while their domestic consumption has tightened stocks more than expected as well. China is short-bought on corn, soybeans, and other staples. They must have read the negative headlines, too. They are having to come back to the United States for a surprising amount, and one result will be price rationing. Most U.S. farmers locked up production costs months ago before they elevated, and the media acts like they are only buying all of their inputs now. With normal production, everything should make money. If Putin invades Ukraine, both energy and grain prices will soar. It would be hard to replace Ukraine, corn, and wheat in world production. While the Purdue survey said farmers have soured on the future, I have contrarily been long December corn since last harvest and been buying breaks in corn and wheat futures, as well as buying call options since. Frankly, I really do not give a rip what the USDA posts in the WASDE report. What they do post will be behind the times again, dragging as usual. They typically do not keep up with materially fast-changing fundamentals. The USDA numbers that the market will be most focused on will be planning intentions at the end of next month. I'm optimistic that 2022 will be another good year with potential to be great. 
I'm more concerned about 2023 to 25. The 89-year drought cycle due mid-decade here in the United States may make it harder to match global supply with demand. Will diesel prices continue to soar? If so, corn and soy oil prices will go higher too. This is when dry land farming gains a larger advantage over irrigation due to the cost of pumping water. We did get a report of a fuel supplier who did not honor forward contracts. Supplier risk is spread across the board for inputs. Farmers tend to see higher fuel costs as a bad thing when these commodity trends are linked. I am a little behind on updating the Creighton University Rural Main Street Index. Rural bankers must follow the negative headlines, too, as the index fell from 66.1 in December to 61.1 in January. That is still not bad, as anything above 50 is growth, and this strings 15 months of positive growth together for the index. The survey of 10 state bankers expects the Fed to raise short-term interest rates 0.7% this year. Add that to the 0.4% recent CD rate, and it's a whopping 1.1% return for savers. If we get around to Putin inflation as we could, then the real interest rate may get worse instead of better. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.